Well, hello there. This is Dr. Eileen, and this is Healing House Radio, and we are having an interruption in the playback, so if you could hold on for just one second, we are trying to get this settled up. Okay. I think we are almost set. (sighs) So, how's everybody doing? Uh, I'm getting the Google Hangouts set up because it seems that there is an issue with the with the playback. So if you'll hold on and bear with me for just one second, we can get the video up again. Okay. Yeah, you ever have one of those days when things just decide they want to do whatever it is the heck that they want to do. So, let's see. Anyway, as we get ready now, I'm not positive whether or not I'm actually streaming out on uh, YouTube or not. But for those of you who are on Blog Talk Radio, uh, I invite you to uh, observe. If you want to go to YouTube, if you have a YouTube account, you can go to YouTube and uh, see me, actually, as we do this, uh, the work, and as I give the talk, and otherwise, if you have any notes or comments for me on Blog Talk Radio, you can go on there. Oh, there we are. Okay. I think we've got it set. All righty. So, welcome everyone. This is Dr. Eileen with Medicine Walk, and there we go. Hang out. Ready? Are we starting? Yes, there we go. Having some technical difficulties, but that's okay. It makes life interesting. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Eileen, and this is Medicine Walk and Blog Talk Radio. And I've been chatting with the Blog Talk folks, inviting them to go ahead and join us on the on the YouTube channel. And now we are, it looks like we are up and running. So, hi. It always seems that there's times when it's just you think that everything's all set and one little thing technologically goes off and bam. Then it's in confusion, and it always happens like just as something saying, 10 seconds until broadcast starts. So today, we're going to be talking about empathy. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with the term empathy, basically it means that you feel what someone else feels as if it's your own feeling. And a lot of people, I think most people have a certain level of empathy. And the one thing that is really key about it is you feel it as if it's your own feeling. And I know that a lot of people have gone through moments when, you know, they suddenly feel sad and they don't know why. And then they find out that, you know, someone nearby is going through something difficult or, you, you know, come into a room and you automatically have like a feeling of, of 
either, you know, concern or happiness, and you find out that somebody else is having that concern or happiness. So empathy is an amazing tool, and I use it a lot myself. I've been empathic pretty much my whole life. And as a child, I never really understood why what other people were going through affected me so intensely. I mean, it affected me as if it were, you know, my own feeling. And I'm just going to make, oh, Monica, hi, <laughs> hello. Um, glad to glad to have you here. So uh, the reason I'm, I'm stopped and talking is that uh, we have the live chat up for the live stream. So if any of you would like to comment or ask questions, please feel free to do so or just log in and say hi. And so I'll be putting on my glasses and, you know, or maybe I'll put my glasses on. But it, it makes a little bit of a glare. So <laughs> happy you're here as well. So what we're talking about is the light and shadow. Now, as far as I'm concerned, there is almost nothing in the human condition that is without both light and shadow. And it could be, you know, anything, any emotion that we have. And empathy is definitely one that can carry both light and shadow. And so I'm going to be explaining why, and I'm also going to be explaining some tools to help manage. Because people who are empathic are sensitive to the emotions and the energetic resonance of, you know, what other people are feeling, the issue comes up when you can't separate that from what you're feeling. Does it belong to you? And during this time, there is a huge, huge issue with a lot of very negative things going on in the world. And a lot of anger, there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of distrust um, with the activities in nature and the events in nature. There's even a growing distrust of nature itself. There is just so much that is weighing so heavy on us. And people who are empathic, people who are sensitive and can feel in their hearts and bodies what's going on can be overwhelmed by this in a really significant way. And I do a lot of counseling with people. And one of the main things that I've been counseling about more than almost anything else is that they're becoming overwhelmed by what is happening around them, that they can't sleep, that, you know, they find themselves getting into more arguments or they're surrounded by more arguments. And there's just this inability to relax. There's an inability to separate from it. And being, as I said, being empathic can be a wonderful thing. If you're someone who counsels or works with people, you know, especially people who are in fear or are experiencing anxiety, the ability to connect with someone to really understand what they're feeling and how they're feeling it and to be able to address it, to be able to say, oh, okay, and to speak to them in a way that will help them realize, wow, this really hears me. They really understand me. So yeah, I use it often. I use it in, in everything I do, whether it's chiropractic, you know, the empathy as I've been to work with it, to be able to connect with someone's body. You know, if, if they're having a tightness and something's misaligned, I can actually use empathy to trace through the body where the anxious feeling is, where the anxiety in the muscle itself, in the joint itself, and that helps me really clue into where I need to go. 
It may be that they're having headaches, but the energy pulls me to their ankles and their ankles are off. So, you know, the idea that even if you've got a beautiful house, the found, if your foundation isn't level, the whole house tilts. So being able to utilize that as a diagnostic tool, as something that it also helps me to connect with people and talk with them when, you know, they're really feeling anxious or really feeling or or just, you know, have their walls up. Empathy can be a wonderful way to gently be able to lower someone's walls in a very respectful way and to allow them to feel safe enough to talk. And so it's, it's something that can really come in handy. You know, if, if you're somewhere and there's a lost child and you're very good and attuned into empathy, you can be able to calm that child down and be able to help them. You can if someone who's panicked. And, and bring them into the present moment with you. Because what most people don't think about regarding empathy is that empathy is not just about receiving. It's also about transmitting. It is feeling the emotions of another as if they're your own. And it can also be transmitting an emotion into someone else that they will feel as their own. Now, as you can probably guess, this can hold light and shadow in both ways. And when I work with empathy, it is tremendously careful and very respectful. Once, if I'm using empathy in order to allow someone to relax so I can help them, once I've achieved that opening of the doorway, then I don't need the empathy on anymore. Then I can use other tools and, and talk and, and listen. So it's just a matter of using it to open the door. The deepest shadow side of empathy is those who are very, very good at it, who can manipulate people, who can stir a whole group of people up to get people to think things that, you know, may not be in their nature, and yet it stirs them up. And we've seen a lot of times in history where one person can use their words and, and lead people down a very dark place. So empathy, and that's the far extreme of empathy as far as shadow. The far extreme of empathy as far as light is the ability to allow someone to be able to relax and let themselves be helped, to let them see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, to be able to get past whatever it is that, that's burdening them to the point where you can actually help them to breathe a nice deep breath and to start relaxing. So empathy is amazing. And for most people, it's just that feeling of when you walk into a room and there's someone who you automatically resonate with, and it's that's a form of empathy. Or it's somebody you automatically go, you know what, I'm not really interested in, in getting close to that person. That's an aspect of empathy. So it's picking up on the energy and the emotions of someone else. So in the big scheme of things, like I said, this is a very, very, very tumultuous time. And it seems like almost every day there is something that's coming across the news that is just enough to make you want to go back into your room and bury your head under your blankets and stay there for, you know, a year. So, how do we incorporate that empathic aspect into something that serves us, into something that we can actually utilize as a tool 
and it's not on automatically. And there's a saying that if all you have is a hammer, then all the world has to be a nail. Or the way I think about it is that a hammer is a perfectly appropriate tool on a construction site, but you wouldn't see it at a wedding. So it's a matter of what tools you use and how you use them, whether you use it for yourself just to feel okay for yourself or whether you work with people or, or you do counseling or whatever it is that you want to be able to do to be able to help people just kind of make it through each day and, and to support them and to empower them. So if you want to help somebody feel empowered and, you know, you have that ability, you just kind of match their energy. And, you know, you just send them confidence. Not a lot, just like, it's okay, we can do this. It's all right. You're more capable than you think. And as you believe that, the person that you're talking to will believe it. As that becomes your conviction, because that's also the thing. You cannot lie through empathy. You have to firmly believe it. So, you know, if if this is somebody who you believe in, who's going through a tough time, who doesn't have faith in themselves, you can be able to actually transmit that belief, that confidence, that faith into them and to have them feel that. And even if it's just to give them that momentary, wow, maybe I can do this, and then you come in with your words and say, you know what, of course you can. Now let's figure out how to do it. It can, it can turn around that well and that easily. And doing it at that level takes a lot of practice. But it can be done. Even if it's just sitting and realizing that, you know, we're all in the same boat together, that we're all doing the best we can with the tools we have. And empathy is just another tool to help us be able to not only help ourselves but help other people. So what happens when you're over? What happens when everything's coming in and you cannot separate or you're not sure what is your feeling or what is the just the general energetic field of, of worry about, you know, what that is? So one of the things that I do is for me, I kind of picture it as a little, you know, a little bleep and it's like a little line that goes beep and if I'm feeling something and I stop and I go, is this mine? And for me, I've kind of trained myself and trained, you know, my, my thought process that as soon as I think, is this mine? If that bleeps in any way, if it either bleeps up or bleeps down, then it's not mine. If it stays, you know, if it just stays, nice and even, then I know it's mine. And that was something that I learned to train myself with. A long time ago, many years ago, I used to complain about empathy and how helpless I felt in the face of it and how I couldn't help it. And so um, the guy who was my teacher at the time, he just looked at me and he said, well, why don't you turn it off? And I said, well, wait a minute. Nobody told me you can turn it off. And he said, yes, you can. So I'm going to share with you some of the ways that you can bring your empathy down. And if if not just you can put it on a dimmer switch, you can decide, okay, in this situation, first off, do I need empathy at all? And the answer to that may be no. Maybe sympathy will work. Maybe compassion works. Maybe just bearing witness works. 
Sympathy is I feel bad for you. Empathy is I feel bad for you and I really feel compelled to get involved because if you're not okay, I'm not okay. And a person who is an unmanaged empath can only be as happy as the least happy person in the room. So um, what you can do is, and this is about using your imagination, and one of the things that I recommend is a stone. And I keep, like, I, I always keep, like, a basket of stones so you can see them. And I keep them in my office, and I use them with people. And I encourage them to pick a stone, and then they first they just experience it. And, you know, I remember, you know, when I was little, I used to like carrying stones in my pocket. And especially river stones, because they're, they're just kind of worn and smooth. And you can just put it in your hand, and you can close your hand, and you can close your eyes. And first, just sort of experience the stone. Feel how warm or cold it is. Feel where it's smooth, where it may be rough, you know, how it fits in your hand. And then close your eyes. And even if it's just imagining what it would be like to be like a stone, to just match the energy, feel how still that energy is and put your focus on it. Really, really focus your mind and your energy and just think that stone in your hand. Bring, have everything else fade outside of that stone. Now, in many traditions, it's believed that everything has a spirit and that there's a spirit in all things. So the idea that this stone, you know, has a spirit in it, I couldn't say it doesn't. And when you hold on to it and close your eyes and you feel that weight in your hand and you feel the solid stillness of it, then imagine, what if I could be that still and try to bring your energy, you know, slowly down until you feel inside as still as stone. And when you've achieved that, just kind of stay in that space. Imagine yourself, I am a stone. And not that it's cold or unfeeling, but it's absolutely still and everything is quiet. Because especially a river stone, the nature is everything flows past. So that's the energy that they hold, is not attaching to anything. Everything flows by. So just sitting and holding that stone and just feeling what it feels like until you really aren't clear as to where the stone ends and your hand begins. If, if you do this a few times and practice it a few times, after a while, and do it with the same stone because it's sort of a relationship that's created. And after a while, when you take that stone in your hand, automatically everything will bring your awareness into that stone. And what that does is that blocks off what comes in and what goes out of your energy, energetic field. So it really is neat to try it. And, and try it with a few different stones. You know, see how different stones have different energetic fields or a different, or a different energetic feel. And like a stone like this, you know, which is, you know, it, it feels different in the hand. It's like some stones feel 
solid in your hand. And a stone might feel like really solid in my hand, but it might not feel the same way to another person. And where this one, it doesn't feel quite, this, this would not be one of a stone for me because it doesn't quite feel comfortable in my hand. But there could be someone who this fits them perfectly. And it could be like a big stone. It could be a small stone. It could be, if you get like a stone, like maybe this big, and it's something that you can carry with you. You can, you know, keep a stone in your pocket. And the reason that I, I say stone as opposed to crystal, because a lot of people use crystals and a lot of people have asked me, it's like, well, wouldn't you use a crystal? A lot of times crystals will amplify. And that's their nature. You know, they amplify healing. They amplify clearing. Um, you know, some of them, things like uh, hematite, you know, that is, that is a very grounding stone, but it amplifies grounding. A stone, just a regular old river stone, it just does nothing. It's just still. And that's what it gives you. And just sitting and holding it and imagine, you know, just nothing, just being that still. And if you bring all of your focus in, after a while, it'll become, you know, it'll become habit that any time you touch a stone, you go into that place of stillness and quiet, and that cuts everything out. After a while, you can just imagine you're holding the stone, and you'll even feel the weight of it in your hand. It'll be as if you're holding it, and then you go into that same place of stillness. So, yes, it is possible to turn it off just like any other tool. It's possible to utilize it as much as you need. Maybe you need empathy level 10, or maybe you just need empathy level 2. And it really depends on what it is that you want to do with it, what it is, how you will work with it. And even if it's just you need to shut off the noise, you need to not be so connected, and then you pick up your stone and you go to that place of stillness. And everything is just in balance. It's very quiet. And you could be standing in the center of a football stadium with people screaming and yelling. And you practice with this. After a while, you could be in the middle of that stadium holding a stone and feel completely quiet. And you won't connect with anything around you unless you want to. And, you know, like I said, you know, this is a very volatile time right now. So it may be that you need a little bit of a break. You need a little bit of a vacation away from the energy of everybody. And the other thing about being empathic is that other people will sense it. And people who, who want to cling to somebody will be drawn to people who are empathic. You know, they're the ones who, you know, sit and call you up and, you know, oh, I just need to talk. I always feel so much better when I talk to you. It's like, yeah, because they're kind of taking some of your energy away. Now, I do it because that's a part of what I do. If I need to back away from it, then by turning down my empathy, you know, by going into that place of the stone, that's sort of, it's sort of like a cloaking type of thing, you know, for the Star Trek fans. Cloaking device, because what it does is it turns down that bugle that you have blowing saying, empath, I'll help you. But, you know, we all break from it sometimes. We all need to just be within ourselves, to be in our own energy, to feel what we're feeling, 
Because the interesting thing is that if you find a, find that way to shut out everybody else's feelings, then you start getting very, very real with your own. And I know there are some people who use empathy in order to hide from their own feelings because they can bury themselves in the feelings of others. And, you know, that's a way to manage, but it's just hiding from what you feel. It's hiding from your own pain. It's hiding from what is your authentic way of being. And and maybe there's stuff that you don't want to, to you know, with about yourself. Maybe there's stuff that you don't or that you can't emotionally deal with right now. So, you know, you occupy yourself with dealing with other people's stuff. But ultimately, stuff is going to be there waiting for you. So finding some spots of stillness, it will give you a chance to work with that in a very gentle way. And that way you can get in touch with your own feelings. So I hope that that was helpful for you. I hope that, um, I mean, working with the stones is the the first most basic step that I use when I'm working with people who are dealing with empathy. And if you're dealing with, you know, issues of just feeling too much, uh, try working with the stone. Um, otherwise, you can let me know, contact me, and I can give you more ideas, or we can cover this in later episodes if you'd like. So um, I wish you luck, because I know what it feels like both to be unmanaged in my empathy and to be have choice in my empathy, to be empowered in my empathy, to view it as a tool, not as a state of being. And I really enjoy being able to use it as a tool because it really helps. And it's also good to be able to shut it off when I need to shut it off. So, like I said, I wish you luck. Try the stones. Go out and, I mean, you can find a river stone almost anywhere. And just find one that fits you. Find one that fits in your hand. Find one that, you know, you feel kind of a vibe with. And, you know, try different stones. See how different stones feel. Learn about the different levels of energy. Which one resonates most with you. But I think you'll enjoy it. And I think that you should be able to get some help with that, you know, with being able to find the stillness. Because it's in the stillness where the peace is, where the balance is. Where, you know, you have to get back out into the world sometimes. But you can use that stone to create an storm for yourself. And something as humble as a stone can hold many, many amazing gifts. So give it a try and uh, let me know how that works out for you. You know, you can leave a comment if you have something else that works for you, if you have a particular technique that helps you to kind of separate and find that still point. I'd love to hear yours. So um, you can reach me through Twitter. You can reach me through the Facebook page, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. And you can also comment on the videos. And for those on Blog Talk Radio, you can comment uh, to each video. And so I'll get those. And I love to see, you know, to interact with people. And, and you know, Monica, I'm so glad you were able to join me. And I hope everything's going well for you. And I hope everything's going well for all of you. You know, it's it's tough times, but it's okay. It takes a lot of pressure to make a diamond. 
And we are able to do this. We can do this because we've got each other. And I support you. I believe in you. It doesn't matter that I've never met you. I still believe in you. So if you enjoyed this video, uh, please like. And I would love it if you would subscribe. And if you want to um, share it, please do so. Anyway, thanks for joining me. And thanks for sharing this time and this walk of ours today, this tightrope between the balance of light and shadow. And we'll be talking about different subjects where we walk that tightrope of light and shadow because we are both. And that's okay because even though we have both light and shadow, we still have choice. So thank you for joining me. And as always, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you. Bye.